0: Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin', and I am just beyond stoked to bring you my guest today. We're going to go in a little bit different direction, something new for this podcast. That's because today I'm bringing you a guy who's known as the vegan demon. This guy makes food so delicious that not even the most carnivorous of eaters can miss the meat in his food. Today, I'm proud to host Renee Guzman, the owner of Little V's on the podcast. Renee, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So I I just, if you'll allow me, I want to start off this podcast with just a personal story because I'm not a vegan, but I'm someone who likes to try different types of food, especially when I see like a type of cuisine is getting really popular. It catches my eye and, you know, vegan is vegan cuisine and vegan food is definitely on the rise. More and more people are interested in it. More people are trying it. So I was like, I want to try like legit vegan food and i kept hearing about little v's and i kept hearing about little v's so i came in and you recommended that i get the torta Mm -hmm. which has a mock asada on it and i was just absolutely blown away like it it tasted like steak it looked like steak it felt like steak i brought some of the flautas home to my wife and she was she was a little skeptical at first and then she she was all in after one bite she was like this is vegan? Like, (laughs) this is awesome. So, and then we went back like multiple times within a few weeks. We were so excited. We love the food. So right off the bat, like if you're a listener and you're just like, Oh, we're talking about vegan food today. I don't know if this is the episode for me. Don't stop listening. Trust me. This is like your introductory episode into great food. So Renee, I just, I love to start pretty much every episode just by kind of opening it up to the guests and allowing them to kind of introduce themselves and introduce their restaurant or their concept. So can you just kind of tell me, like, what is, what is Little V's? What does it mean to you?
1: So Little V's, so you want to know the name or how I started, like, everything, right?
0: Just <laughs> whatever direction you want to take that question in, all I right. want to hear the
1: answer. I right, so Little V's is actually stand for Little Vegan. Mm-hmm. That's how I got the name because I'm short. And I'm a vegan, so I was like, little vegan, but I'm like, little vegans needs something that needs to roll out the tongue. So I'm like, we're like, we're like Latin vegan cuisine because overall, um, I want to be known as like I can do a variety of Latin vegan foods. Like, I'm I'm Salvadorian, so I do like vegan pupusas, you know, I got I do uh Mexican dishes in the future. I want to do like Cuban, Puerto Rican dishes as well. So I like to, so I was like, you know what, I want to be like that. I'm like, Latin vegan cuisine, and like a mentor told me, he's like, yeah, Latin vegan cuisine sounds. Rolls off the tongue, you know, Little V's Latin Vegan Cuisine. So that's how I started the name. But um, overall, how I started Little V's, um, I was, um, back in 2019, I was, like, traveling to Miami, Cali, you know, all, of, like, the main big places that have vegan diversity more out there. And I was trying. I was like, wow, like, this is good. Omaha doesn't have this. And, like, when I came back from Omaha, I was just experimenting for my house just, you know, just as a – hobby at first, like, uh, how do I do this? I was horrible at it. I always remember my first vegan thing that I made from scratch was like a, like a sandwich. It was like the most salt. It tasted just straight salt. It was, it was, hor- <laughs> it, was hor- it was horrible. It's come a long way since then. Lo- <laughs> and after that, um, yeah. And then I, I started with, uh, playing around with jackfruit and then, uh, I, I ended up doing, um, um, tacos al pastor, but vegan. And you know, I was just posting it on Snap like, hey, like, I finally did something good. <laughs> and then friends were commenting, like, oh, my gosh, like, I, that looks good. I want to try it. I bet it tastes good, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, overall, I was bringing it to, like, parties, like, just, like, Halloween parties right back in the day. And then people were, like, trying to, like, buy it. All right. So I did, like, a little sale. It was, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have, like, plates or nothing. I was, like, selling tacos. I was, like, gluing them foils. But, like, no, no like, um, salsas. It was, I, I was new to the game. But people liked it. And this is just out of your home? Yeah, out of my home at first. Okay. Yeah, and then after that, I noticed that people started was like, okay, and it was like around October, like it was around like October, November when it was just that. And then I was in December. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do. And then I, and then I, and then my, I added pupusas, you know, because I had to stay true to my roots. Pupusas and Salvadoran enchata, and, Salvador and we, I was doing that too. I was just you know friends, just like little friends in there. Like it was just it was like small amount of people like. Wanted to buy it and stuff like that, and you know, they got to try it. And then eventually, I'm like, you know what? I need to, I think I got something going for myself. I'm like, Omaha needs this, Omaha needs diversity, Omaha needs Latin vegan cuisine, vegan food overall. That's you know, and so I was like, I feel like I need to be the first one to do so. And so, uh, yeah, that's how I started off. And then from December 2019, I just, um, I just like ran with it little v's i got my graphic designers yada 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 and then first it was still like from like december to like february it was just like i saw like once a week or like once every two it wasn't like nothing serious because i still had like my other job that was focusing but then at the pan when the pandemic started that's when i really took it seriously and i it blew up ever
0: since So I definitely want to get more into your backstory, and I want to hear more about that. But I think I want to first kind of introduce people to, like, what they would expect if they go into Little V's. And I think a lot of people, when they hear Latin cuisine, their mind immediately goes to Mexican. Yeah. So they're thinking tacos, they're thinking enchiladas, they're thinking stuff like that. But, But Little V's and Latin cuisine overall, to me it's so much deeper than that. Like there are spices and flavors in your food that you're not going to get at you know, just your standard Mexican joint, not even close. So can you kind of describe to me what differentiates your food? And you kind of mentioned it's Salvador and you want to expand into Cuban and and, uh, Puerto Rican food as well. But like what kind of differentiates your food just from standard, what people expect out of Mexican cuisine?
1: They, um, but they should suspect is just that like I put my whole heart into this. I it's it's they the thing is with well, the difference from for, for me from anyone else that's just regular meat based thing is that they can just season the meat no matter what the meat has its own taste, that they season and voila. Like I have to start from scratch. I have to find ways to make like the mock meat taste even remotely to regular meat before I even season it with the the actually the real thing that's supposed to taste like. It's just a makes a big process. But in that process, I try to always make sure it comes to the, like closer to the real thing or even better and it's just like it's just like I said it was just a lot of experimenting like um i i every 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 item that I did it was basically just me finding out like the seasonings it was all me like um my mom my my mom was to cook but i um I didn't really ask her like for much like it was like I wanted to do this myself um she even she even like she even asked me how to make sort of her like she even asked me like how do you make this outdoor chata the other day like it's it's all me I always like you know had to do the research and stuff like that uh, it was it was it was a long it was pro it was a big process but like I'm just very proud that like I I did this all myself I had like help with my girl and stuff like that but overall like the main ingredient like the tortami, mean, the the tacos all that like that's all like. Everything was just my trying to just experiment, experiment, experiment. The media tacos, I took it took like three tries to, to do before. I perfected it. It was like a mess. And yeah, it was just, like I said, it was all this. So I like to take pride of like, you know, being able to just discover all this and be able to like give it out to people that it's, and they realize it's good. And I think that's the difference. Like I put my whole heart into this and I still will. Like I love, I love serving people. I love surprising people. I love when I surprise you me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I love was when shocked I shocked su- yeah. in a good way. So that's what I just I just do for that. Like I always I always always just want to do it for that. Just to just to for people get excited for that. Because when people hear vegan food, they don't get excited. Sometimes you know, like ah, oh, you know. But with my food, I want them to feel like they're they can be excited for that.
0: So I never even it's so interesting that you say there's like two levels of seasoning. I hadn't even considered that before. That first you have to get you know, whatever, uh, you know, protein you're using, you have to get that to taste like meat and you have to get it to the consistency of meat. And then you've, you have to add the other like lever level of spice and and flavor to it. Like that's fascinating. That's so much work that you're putting into it. And that's just
1: like the last two parts, the, the, the beginning ones is like having like to break it open or just to boil the things to take off this, like the original taste of the, of the fruit or anything like that. Like it's a big process it's, just, it's a lot of process, it's like draining or anything it's like a lot of drainage or, or if it's too wet or anything. It's just it has to be it's it's a it's a lot of labor behind it, but I mean it's it's worth it.
0: So I think the most common question most non vegans have as they kind of explore vegan cuisine or try and figure out what it is, is they ask if it's not meat, like it's faux meat, what is it? So can you kind of clarify that and talk about some of the protein options that you yeah. serve?
1: Um with the sada, um, well, I I have, like, I think four options Okay of protein. When I first started, it was um, nut-based. That's how I did the chorizo, and I still do it. People go crazy for my chorizo. Um, and then my sada is, uh, like, soy-based. And, you know, um, so I like to have different options because if someone's allergic to nuts, they can get the soy, but if they're, um, they don't want soy, they're allergic to soy, they can get nuts. But I even tell people sometimes simplicity is what you need, like, not everything has to be mock meat, mock this, mock, you know what I mean? I feel like if, like, the flatas is is potatoes with the chorizo mix, but it doesn't That's have the much. Delicious. And it's, like, sometimes, like, you just need, like, just the simple things that don't need to be mock anything, just something simple, you know, some, some, some um plates from land foods, I mean, Latin, like, countries are just vegan, naturally. And stuff like that. Or they have, like, sour cream or something, which I can make, or I can put on that's vegan. But overall, like, sometimes people don't need to go crazy having to always have to access, like, like mock meat. Sometimes it's just simple stuff. It's just, it does the job. And people love the, like, the ski, this corn in the cup. They love that. They love the flottas. Like Your wife loves it. You love yeah. it. And stuff like that. And it's just, like, sometimes it's, like, you don't need to always have to go crazy on just the meats. You can just focus on, like, something that you know that it would be good and just natural and stuff like that. So I always have the, the nut base, I have the soy, and I have, like, the no meat, and then I have the jackfruit. Yeah, save the best for last, because that's how I started. Jackfruit, I used it on a lot of my, my beginning meals with tacos, the media tacos, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's varieties of things. Like I say, people allergic to nuts or soy, they can get jackfruit. And that's why I like to keep, like, variety of, like, options, I don't want to just stick to one thing.
0: Mm-hmm. What got you interested in vegan cooking to begin with? Is that something that you grew up with?
1: Nah, uh... I I became vegan um, like fully in 2018. Like that's how. I, and I, I like I said, I was just working, and I was just always. Um, I just making like tofu scramble like in the, my house. That's all I ever did. Like I really didn't um, cook. I didn't. I was not a good cook at all. Like I, I I didn't cook at all. But uh, but yeah, no. It was I was just that. and like I said, when I came back from like all these places having all this diversity, I was like, you know what? I don't it just gave me motivation like I was never a chef before this, and I always tell people that like, I just I was just motivated just to give the community something that they need and that's that's why and it just kept driving me and driving when I keeps hearing that people like it people like it I was like okay now I, like, I got I gotta expand I gotta keep going yada 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 like i'm already I, like i I'm already doing my deep but I want to keep going growing growing more and more and more so like yeah it was it's just all motiva- motivation and passion that got me here. like i I was like if you when I wasn't vegan, all I could eat was like ramen noodles or like a ham and cheese sandwich. That's all I could. That's all I could make. Like I was never good at cooking, like at all. So like, yeah.
0: Okay, this is absolutely <laughs> fascinating to me because a lot of people will go, will go to a restaurant or go to a different city and try something and be like, "Oh, that's so good! I wish I had this in Omaha." Yeah. But nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but very few people actually yeah. are willing to put in the effort to be like. No, I need to have this, so I'm gonna figure out how to make it. Yeah. So take me back to that first time you say you're not a cook.
1: Yeah. You just people decide... <laughs> get surprised by that. They're like, Oh, I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm not. You know, I when I I don't when I first came here, I didn't know nobody in the industry. I don't. I didn't have connections. Like I said, at first I first had to do that at my house because I didn't. I didn't know one chef. I didn't. My I didn't know nobody with no connections. And so, and like I said, I like to take pride in that as well because, like, I really did start with just, just me, myself. And I, I, I do love that all I needed was my food, too. You know, bring me why I'm here now.
0: Okay, so take me back to that first time when you're in the kitchen and you, and you don't know what you're doing yeah. cooking. And you decide, you know what, I've had this great Latin vegan food. I want to make this. I want to bring this to Omaha. I'm going to try and do it. Where do you even
1: start? I don't, the thing is, is, I don't even know. Like, I, I cause I was like, I, I think something about I was wanting to try. And the thing, I, the thing is, I never looked up like how to make vegan anything. Like, and if I did, it was like, like something for my house. Like, overall, if I was ever interested in doing something, it was like, I was looking at like the real thing and then try to incorporate how, yeah. And it was like, it's a lot of practice. And then I think my girl said something about tacos out pastor, store. Like, she likes it or something like that. I was like, okay. I'm like, and I'm like, all right. So, I don't, I don't know. I just, just experimenting with jackfruit. I just had it in front of me. I just came for try the Joe's just to try it for the first time. I was like, okay. And, yeah, I was experimenting. The first batch was uh, bad. And then the <laughs> second time, it looked good. And, um, like I said, I'm Salvadorian. So, I I asked, like, my family about, like, how to make horchata, Salvadoran chata, stuff like that. But their ways was not vegan. And stuff like that, and and with if it was, and, but naturally so a chata is vegan. People don't know that. People think, oh, but because I know that Mexican chata has has a condensed milk, but Salvadoran so chata overall, like the original, is not. It's it's vegan. But my family, like they they use like milk, whatever. So yeah, basically I just tried batches, and then I just like I said, I just kept going, and um, I just experimented. And once like people actually liked it, I took it to a Halloween party. I always remember it was my friend's Halloween party, and like I just left it out there, and like they knew it was vegan. And then my friend's mom, she came late and she was just eating them casually. I'm like, you like those? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, they're vegan. She's like, what? I didn't even know. I'm like, oh, snap. And like, this oh. was the tacos? Yeah, the tacos are okay. I store. And, and like, she's like, traditionally, like, like a 40-year-old um, mom. Like, traditionally, like Latina, like probably wouldn't even look at my way if I said it was vegan. But she was eating like nothing. Because like, I brought like probably like 26 tacos because they're like small. I was like street-sized tacos. And she was eating like nothing. I was like, oh, snap. And then like my friends, my friends is like like, like picky eaters. They are like he tried it. He yeah he ate like like in two bites. Ate the taco. I'm like all right. And then I did the sale. and People liked it. Um even though my delivery wasn't the best, I mean people enjoyed it. And I was like all right. And then I was just accommodating what people like. And so I was like, people like well I I gotta keep to my roots and like people like pupusas. I like pupusas. So pupusas I did. Pupusas are amazing. Yeah, I had to figure out the the meat there. That was a pain, but I I kept a lot of research because that's my mom and we she gave me the recipe. But if I I put it on jackfruit, it was it was it was like it was like I said jackfruit like it's it's a lot of like a lot of steps. So I just tried it, and then that's when I started figuring out that I had to do something to make it taste like like some somewhat like like meat before I even add the mix. But overall, I still had to figure out a new mix. Um, she did teach me how to make as though, so I got to shout out to my mom for that. But, um, yeah, that's just how I just started. Just, and then I was just... That's how I started just doing stuff like that. I want to keep to my roots, doing the chata afterwards. And then... Um, and I'm like, okay, people, what else do people like? You know, and I'm like, people like burritos. People like tortas. They like esquites. And my esquites actually... um Yeah, I do it like a Salvadorian way that we... That, we, that my dad, like, um, ate as a kid and stuff like that. So, and we... And I just and I just went off with that just just trying to accommodate like what what people will want and you know because obviously if I make something that people don't know about or anything like that obviously it's gonna be good hopefully but people want to know people want to get what they they want you mm-hmm. know and that's why I made the beer tacos too I was very destined because I know that people were liking the beer tacos and it was just it was just it was yeah that beer taco was probably like the most time that it took. It was like three, two times before I perfected it, but I think it was a little bit more. Like, it caused me so much headaches. I kept, it was just a lot of work and a lot of time.
0: So when you originally started cooking, like, as you're bringing over tacos to your friend's Halloween party and everything, did you have the idea in mind then that you wanted to turn this into a business, or was this just kind of like, hey, I just want to cook stuff and see if people
1: like it? Honestly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to cook at first because it was all experiment. And then when people said they wanted to buy, I'm like, all right. I'm like, why not? Like, it's a hobby, okay. But then, yeah. Then, after a while, it's just it was more like I said, it was just more of like the passion of like I need to do this. Like, like I said, when I first started Little V's, I I didn't need the money. I didn't do it for the money. Like, I I really didn't. Like, I really wanted like this is I'm doing it for the community. Like, I just want to bring this to the community. So at first, it was like, yeah, it was like still like I got to sell. But like at the same time, it was more like. It was just for them it was f- to bring it out there to bring to bring what you guys Omaha needs and stuff like that, and yeah that's that's how I first, and obviously after the time I grew and grew and had to, yeah, but yeah I'm just happy,
0: well obviously, Nebraska is a very meat and potatoes yeah. state people love their steak, they love their burgers, <laughs> they love their ribs, like yeah. it's very I feel like we have a very meat centric diet yeah. was there any concern on your part that I even, especially as you start to develop your recipes, you're like, I've got this awesome food. I know yeah. this tastes really good, but are people going to accept it? Was that a concern on your part?
1: No. I, 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 like I said, like when I was, when I'm vegan, I was doing it for, when I was do I was doing it for, you know, for myself, but more importantly for you guys, for the community. So it was more like people's going to come and try it because, you know, it's, it's it's for them, like it's for me to them. Like I did not, I I when I ever did this, I'm not thinking about the ice outsiders, or like 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 trying things like oh they like me or anything like that. I was just thinking like what I gotta do to just provide more for you guys. But I I yeah, I never thought that's an issue. Yeah, I just it's I just I just I don't know why I just never did. I didn't yeah.
0: Oh, well, that, that that's a good mindset to have because it probably would have thrown up some roadblocks and yeah. you just didn't even worry about those and that's awesome. So one of When new businesses and restaurants start, one of the greatest advantages they have, I feel like, is other people in the industry will vouch for them and say, hey, you got to go check, you know, this new place out. Or, hey, my cook is opening up, you know, his own place. You should go see what it's like, stuff like that. You mentioned you didn't have those restaurant connections when you started. So how did you get the word out? How did you help people find out about Little V's and help it grow?
1: Yeah, like it's. uh, I started uh, my Instagram like around January, cause I yeah I got the logos and everything, and like I I wanted to release it probably after New Year's. I think it was after New Year's, but maybe it was uh, a little after. I'm not sure about it. It was it was uh, a lot was going on before the pandemic, so I was. But um yeah, just Instagram. Um a lot of my friends were supporting me. I was posting a lot on Twitter. Um, and I just started posting my food on Little V's, and I just started posting. I'm taking orders via like pre-orders. Um. Out of out of my mom's house and stuff like that, and, cause my house was just it was too small of a kitchen, so I used my mom's, and I just started like that, just just to get my name out, you know. I'm I'm I was still a little I I still think I'm like I'm still like I still got a lot going. I like got a lot to you know go to like actually get a foundation, but I'm building it. But when I first started at my mom's house, it was I was still trying to like. Uh, advertise advertise you know do orders and stuff like that and yeah eventually people were you know ordering and telling their friends and i think it was just like that word of mouth you know advertisement and I, i i just think the food speaks for itself as well
0: i would agree with that yeah so you're selling out of your mom's house you're starting to take orders from friends and and things are starting to grow more and more people are starting to realize hey this is this is something i want to give this a shot yeah at what point did you start to think hey this could like be a business. Like people really like this. Maybe this has some legs.
1: Yeah. I like, um, yeah, probably after like my, like after I noticed that I was getting a following people was, I was getting orders. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I this just has the potential to do that. And then that's when I thought I now want to get a brick and mortar. And I, at first I actually bought a food truck, but just to sell, but I didn't, I was just, I bought it out of like, what do you say? How do you say when you buy something fast without thinking? Um, just an impulse
0: buy, In, impulse buy, yeah. I totally
1: cause I didn't, it was just a shell and I didn't realize well, how much money you have to put into a food truck as well. So I, and I even got it like painted and everything, but I just, I didn't do nothing out of it because it was, I didn't realize it.
0: Okay. Can I, I just want to hit pause real quick because I've had several food truck owners on the show before and, and they've, they've talked about how tough it is. And I think there's this there's this perception in people's minds that like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy a food truck and I'll just, you know, drive out here and sell yeah. stuff out. Like, it's all fun and games. Owning a food truck is really hard. Can you kind of just take me behind the scenes a little bit about, like, w- why would that have been so difficult to start the food truck yeah. up?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like, I was one of those people. I Like, I didn't know anything about food industry. I, I was just out of my mom's house and I was so excited to bring this out, like, mobile or, you know, and it was just an impulse by it. And I? And then after I'm realizing, like, if, and I'm all independent, too. Like, I don't have investors. So I'm, I don't have loans. So I, I I have bad credit. So it, everything was all out of pocket. And then when I bought that, I was like, okay, I could just, and then when I realized, I looked up the hoods, the grills, the equipment, um, the sinks, everything. I was like, yeah, this is going to be, like, twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 I don't got that. And after that, you still got to find a commercial kitchen to use well out of, and um there's you have to permits get, there's permits all kind of you have to get permits and stuff like that you have to pay for the commercial kitchen you have to pay for the permits and it was like it's it's i i, I don't know i from a standpoint i i'm so not honest about everything but it seems like having a food truck seems more harder than having a spot i feel like it just if we are going through all that hassle get a spot but people food trucks work out i mean i want I get a spot i want to use my spot to utilize the food truck, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you, I mean, utilize my spot for the food truck, so I can just be out. Of, I just be commercial kitchen. I don't have to pay for it. Right. I'm paying for it for my spot and the food truck. That's my plan. But I mean, I mean, it's all depend. I mean, it's all connections as well. I mean, I feel like people just could connect or they can get loans. If you get loans, stuff like that. But if you're a guy like me that has a bad credit, all independent. I mean, hopefully you get there. That's that's the goal. I'm always trying to think that's the goal. I'm trying to get a business plan going. Trying to find, you know trying to get to like some Nebraska funds. I mean like Nebraska um, uh, grants or something for Mm -hmm. life. That's what I'm trying to look into right now.
0: Okay. So the food truck idea doesn't quite pan out, but that's not because the food isn't great. It's just finances. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So food truck doesn't work out. What's your next step? Where do you take it? How does it move beyond cooking out of your house and selling out of your house to starting to serve the public
1: as a more public face? Um, well, like it's, uh, right now I'm doing pop-ups and I like, and I I have like a good deal with the switch going on and I do other events as well, but mostly I, like, I noticed that a lot of my, like, uh, my access to people is from the switch and I've been talking to them about like maybe have me there for a little bit longer than just a pop-up. This is my, this is my sixth time being there, um, this time. So I was like, that's probably the most pop-up person they had there. So I'm like, and people's like, you should just get a spot. You should just get a spot there since you're always here. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I really want to, um, but I've been trying to talk to the to the bosses or managers to see if uh, if that could be a possibility. But I, but if not, then um, I I hopefully next year I'll have a spot. That's the that's the plan. I put a down payment on a on a building.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, but it's but it's still, I still need to get like um, a loan and stuff like that. So I'm still trying to get. But I I the spot is. It's a hold for mine, but that hopefully that's it's gonna be mine.
0: Okay, we'll get into that. But yeah, what was the first even before the switch? What was the first pop up that you worked at?
1: First pop up, archetype. Oh really? Yeah, archetype. Yeah, that was my first pop up, and I was I didn't I didn't know what to expect because um, she cause I like I didn't have that much following. She was like yeah, but I noticed that it was. Um, yeah it was nice rolls. she she Christina. Was Christina. She, she
0: is an angel, she's yeah. amazing,
1: and yeah she has like a lot of following, and so I was like and I and she said, oh, she's gonna have you're gonna be packed, and I should have listened to because she told me she's had like two three items, all right, and I did at first, I'm like, no, I gotta bring in the tacos I gotta bring something and I brought in like two or three extra items, and yeah, I should have listened to her like it was it was so packed, and the wait time was like long. I was like, oh yeah, I should have listened to her. But yeah, it was it was I I it was it was insanely amazing. Like I sold out of everything. It was like a line before I even opened and stuff like that. I'm like yeah, so I really appreciate because I know that she brought her crowd in, and that that made a big difference too. Yeah, and, but after that, and like I think it's uh, like I said, it was around COVID. So I I was I was like hoping oh maybe after um uh, that pop up I'd be able to get my foot in for more. But at first, but then I just went back to just uh, just going back to the house and stuff like that.
0: So what, what did that first pop-up do for your confidence? Because I know that you know, you were you always been confident in your food, and you knew that it tasted good. But to have that kind of a crowd yeah. come out and just love your food so much, I mean, does that just tell you, hey, I'm, this is hard, but I'm doing something right. I need exactly. to keep pushing forward.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly what I think. And the thing about me, no matter what, I always, I always think I can make my food better. And so like, after that, I'm like, I know they love the food, but I know I can do better. Like I'm always thinking, like, I can do something to add on my food. And so, when I just eat pop and people like it, I'm like, um, is there what can I do to make it better? I don't know why I think of that first. I'm like, I'm like, my, my girl, she's like, you should be happy. I am happy, but I'm like, she's like, you should be happy. You know, they love it. You don't have to. I'm like, I gotta make it better. So, next time when I do pop ups it's gonna be better. And so, that's why I was just thinking in my head, like, I gotta make it better. My food, like, I, people love it, but I know I can make it better. I need a, my delivery to be better. And that's, that helped me, too. Like, when I did that pop-up, I, I realized that I need to be more prepared when it comes to, like, because that was my first time in a commercial kitchen as well. And so I was, just like, getting familiarized with that. Don't, um, you know, I, I've i been more than I can chew with items, so I just listened to that. So I that's why when I went to Switch, I was trying to keep it, like, subtle with just, like, four or six. I, if I could do six items, it's items. Less. Like, I got it down lock. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I never used a commercial kitchen, I was used to like a regular stove doing like two three items at my mom's house, so it was it was a big learning experience, and I like a bit more that kitchen. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. So for a complete novice like myself, what what are the main differences between moving from just a home kitchen to a commercial kitchen? Every, oh,
1: I'm never going back to home. I'm so, I'm so, yeah, no, I'm. So, I, I after my after my first two or third pop up at the switch, I tried doing one at my house. It, it, I, yeah. Never again. I, I felt like I was like, um like I was. I, did, I didn't. I don't know. I, I, did, I, I like forgot. And then when I when I got back to handle, I'm like everything was just such a, like because I have a small kitchen, and everything was everywhere. I was getting stressed out. I was like, why was I ever? I'm like I feel so bad for my mom now because like we after we always did the ups, We used to clean for like one two hours after after her house just I had to make sure everything. We used to do that constantly. I was like, wow, like the, I, I feel bad, cause at my pot at the switch is like, boom, everything's in the order, like this space. Like I, I, I after I clean, it takes like 30 minutes to clean. That's mm-hmm. it with crew. But yeah, I don't know how I did after, at at in, in my house. Like, I, yeah, I don't think I could ever do that.
0: So we've we've mentioned the switch a couple times. For anyone who doesn't know, that's the switch beer and food hall uh, in Blackstone, which is where Little V's is currently operating out of. And hopefully that continues because it's yeah. obviously, I think it's been a mutually beneficial relationship for, <laughs> for both parties. How did you first get involved with the switch? Like, how did that opportunity arise?
1: Um, yeah, me and, my, uh, me and my friends, we just, we wanted it. My friends were going to the switch at the time and we just went there just for like drinks. And then we were talking to the bartender and then the bartender told me, and then I asked, um, I think it was, I think it was Dan. Cause at the time I didn't know anyone, but I was like, I think it was someone from Dirty Birds. Dan Whalen from Dirty yeah, Birds. Yeah, yeah. And I think I asked him for the person that was running the pop up at the time. I asked for their number and stuff like that, and that's how I got the foot in to do the pop up. When I first did my pop up, I like I didn't know, like I said, that was after that was the first one after, Archetypes. So I was like, whole oh, snap, like I don't know what to expect. And yeah, when I went there, it was like um the where the coffee's at at the Switch. Now mm-hmm. it was it was no it was no. Equipment, no nothing. Like I had to buy like heat line. I don't know what I was doing, at all. But it worked out the first time, and that did the. And then they let me use the bay that I was at at the time. They were like a pizza joint. I was using their grill to do the tacos for the next day because it was two day pop up, and I, that's when I introduced beater tacos. And it was like probably like the like the most craziest day that the switch had. Like my my line was like like interacting with like Dirty birds line, and it was like mixing like like my line was going like almost around the bar, like it was. It was yeah. People were like very happy. Very, people were very excited for the beater tacos.
0: What is that feeling like for you? Uh, outside of the stress, because I'm sure seeing that line party is just like oh my gosh, this yeah. Is like, insane. Honestly, but I was happy
1: because like um, I never used to, like at first I didn't. I made the of tacos at my house, so and it was a struggle. Like it was getting stuck on the stove, whatever. But when I was at the grill, it was like I could have put like tw- like twenty at once, and I just did it, and it was it was fluent. Like when uh, my was when my sister's like oh my god, we got this many tacos. I wasn't worried, cause I'm like I got it down. At first, I was stressing. I was like, "Oh, how do I do this?" But when I saw it, I put all the tacos laid out, and I was just doing them, it was more fluently. But yeah, that pop up, I sold out the first day, and then I sold out everything. At the time, I didn't have like I said, I didn't like I I had prep out of my house the first time, cause I didn't have a kitchen at the time, and I did it, and I had, I actually stayed up to like seven in the morning to prep for the next day, cause oh, I sold wow. out the first day, and yeah. And I'm so I was I I didn't sleep at all. I literally went to switch like at like at eight, and then I started setting up and all that. And it was yeah. So it was, it was a learning experience. But now that I'm able just to do cook out of commercial kitchen now, I do everything like like legit now out of the kitchen, out of the switch. Like I don't I don't do anything out of the house. So that that, that really benefits me, and I'm able to go home at a good time. So that that makes me happy.
0: Now. Going way back to that Halloween party, you mentioned how special it was to see uh, your friend's mom and, and your some of your pickier friends, how like exciting that was for you to see them eat your food and be like, hey, this is good. Like You actually got to see that, that moment of realization on their yeah. face. And that's I'm, I'm assuming, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that's something when you're selling out of your house – you don't get to see that because people are coming and picking up their orders right. and then they're leaving. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you to be back at the switch where people are actually, you know, yeah. they're, they're eating I, there and yeah. you get to see like people like me get yeah. their eyes opened where they're trying this food for the first time. And they're like, wow, where has yeah. this been my whole life? What was that like for you?
1: I loved it because, um, like I said, the first pop up, I wasn't around since, the, um, I was in the back cooking, but I was just watching people eating outside. and It was happy, but I was so busy I couldn't. But now that I was more, I'm more established. Like I can, I, I'm a people person. Like I feel like when I was doing out of the curbside pickup, it was it was good because it was for everyone's safety and all that. But um, they never they and I, they never knew me personally. And the thing about me, I love I love when it comes to Louis. I do everything personal. Like it's it's my baby, you know. Like everything to me, when it comes to Little V's, is pro- I like to meet people personally. I like them to know, like I'm giving the food um, with Little V's. I don't have no one run my account. I do it personally, so like I, I have that connection with my customers, and I just love seeing. that. I'm such a people person. Like, I mess around with customers when they want to buy. When customers, uh, they ask for a box, I'm like, Why you didn't eat it right now? Why you didn't eat the whole thing? You don't like it? You didn't like it? I like, just, just joking around with them. <laughs> yeah. like, I just, I just have that personality. I just, I want them to know, like you know, Little V's is welcome welcoming that's that's not so i like that and then when they're eating i go around asking them I'm like yo um you like the food you know you can tell me if you hate it yada yada yada, yada. but um no i'm just it just makes me happy to be able to see like people's faces when they eat it or sometimes when i'm cooking because i have like an open window yep and then when i and then when someone's like eating outside the the patio or something I'm, like looking to see if they like it or something i was like i just be wondering like oh they, and i see their faces they do and so that that makes me happy
0: one of the reasons I was so excited to have you on this podcast is the couple of times that I've come into the pop up. Yeah, you're right there and I get to talk to you. And as you're cooking, you're like, you're telling me about you're telling me what spices are going into it. You're telling me, you know, I I came up the first time and I was like, hey, I'm a newbie at this. You tell me what to order. Like, tell me your favorite thing, like sell me on this. And it was so fun to just get to interact with yeah. The person who owns it and like knows yeah. the most about it. So that was, yeah, that was something that you don't really always get at restaurants and even necessarily at Popos because, like you said, a lot of times you're cooking in the back. But yeah. that was really fun to kind of get to know yeah. you and get to talk to you and learn yeah, about it.
1: Exactly, and that's what I said. Like, I like to, I like to meet people. I always wanted to meet you, so that's why I was, I was happy I was there. Because there's times I have to like leave to get like food and stuff like that while my employee stays and stuff like that. But even then, I always want to make sure I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. I like I like being able like I could be the face of it. You know, sometimes you need your rest, but overall, like I like that. I like to meet. I like to meet the customers. I like them to know like it's me personally. I'm not I'm not like this this like restaurant guy just runs and just cares for money. Like I want you guys to know I'm doing this for the community. I'm doing this because I want to have this connection to all.
0: Now, uh, let's go back to that first time where you did the pop up at the switch. You mentioned it. It really kind of blew up on that second day, and the line yeah. is going all throughout yeah. the building. But when people first came up, and, like, Little V's is a totally new concept. Like, not only is this a new, like, people don't know what the name Little V's is. They don't know what, like, Latin vegan cuisine (laughs) is. This is something totally new to Omaha. So were people just coming up to the stand and being like, Little V's, what, what is this place? So, like, what was the public's first reaction to it, I
1: guess? I, all I ever hear is positive things. so, so they just they just
0: <laughs> knew right away they just came up and they were like, yeah, let's go.
1: I think like th- I yeah um like I, like I said, I had a following before the switch and because of my food and stuff from the house. Um, but I think the bea tacos, because it was my new item I just introduced, but I, when I introduce usually when I introduce items, I usually sell it like I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm introducing like my tots. I'm selling it this Thursday do pre-orders mm-hmm. now. So the bea tacos it was it was, it was it was around February, it was very snowy, it was like horrible snow. So I made the birria tacos and I actually was going to sell them the next Sunday after that, but it was still really bad. And what well, the the following week after that was the switch pop up. And so stuff like that. So I just I just introduced it then. And so I think the birria tacos did help bring a lot cuz everyone was ordering the birria tacos. Like it was I had tortas, something else and and the tacos and everyone just ordered the tacos.
0: The tacos are fantastic. I don't blame people for, for <laughs> loving them. But, yeah, the, the torta, the burritos, the flauta, all just, oh, man, very, very good. So I, I think this is a good point in the podcast to, to kind of open up the mic and give you an opportunity to highlight two or three of your favorite dishes. Like, if somebody's coming out, like, somebody's listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, this Renee guy is awesome. I'm, I'm all in. I want to check out Little V's, like, but I don't know necessarily what to order. This is my first time doing Latin vegan cuisine. What do I order? I want you to give any listeners out there who want to give little visa, try give them two or three dishes. Like if you're coming in and you want to be sold on something, get one of these things.
1: I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody when they ask me that. I say everything. (laughs) I tell them that I'm like, I'm like, not, not, I'm not like in a cocky way, but literally like if, if the items I tell you the salad so tots, you're gonna like like they're gonna like it. People love tots. People like to, like potatoes. If I tell you the tacos, some people don't even notice they're vegan. Like people love the burritos, like the burritos and tort- Like my personal favorite, I always tell them like get if you gotta try everything. My personal favorite is the torta, and just because like um like that was the first I think that was the first the first time that I used I used the meat and I seasoned it and it was like I was like wow like this is this is. Cause it's all right, like, all right, I got something going on. And, it, yeah, it was, like, it took a lot. It took a couple of tries and stuff like that, but just overall, like, I just, like you said, with the, just perfecting how to, to cook it, I mean, to caramelize it from the inside out to make sure you, everything's timed, like, it's not too crispy, it's not too, like, soft and stuff like that. I always tell people, like, the Torch is my personal favorite, but, like I said, I, I, I can't, but overall, it's, like, if you try the tacos, you're going to like them. If you try the burrito, you're going to. You're going to be full, and you're going to like it. You are going to be full. of are gonna, big and old burritos. You're not going to finish the burrito. <laughs> but you're not even going to finish the burrito. You're going to save for because it's full, but it's amazing. Like, every, like my food, I put so much love to it that I always tell people I know it's good. Like, like even, like, the the items I haven't done in a while, like the corn in a cup, like the, the the street corn you guys – we call it esquitas, but people say street corn in a cup. Like, that's, people love it. Like, the pupusas is, like, a, like a personal thing to me that people love it, too. Like, everything that everything that bring out, I don't really hear, like, oh, you should replace this with this. Like, people enjoy it. People enjoy the foods that, you know, and stuff like that. So I always tell people, like, like two, three items, like you got to try them all. Because, like, you're going to like them. You, you're going to like them. And I understand that, like, vegan food, even if I try to make it taste like a real thing, it's not for everybody. And I understand that. But overall, I know, like, my food is not in the, any type of bland, like you're going to get flavor. But if that flavor doesn't suit you, I totally understand. But yeah, like, you just got to try You got to try all of it.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to make a personal plea that you bring back the pupusas at some point, the because I, I was not on the little V's train when you had put out the pupusas. <laughs> and now I am just mad at myself that I missed out because yeah. I have become a pupusa junkie. And as yeah. I was going back to your Instagram, I remember this was a couple of days ago. as so I was preparing for this podcast I even like, I was like poking my wife. I was like, Sarah,
1: he did papooses.
0: He missed out on the pupusas. <laughs> and we were both just like, dang. Yeah. Well, but I mean, that's just another reason for us to come back at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's what so I was
1: thinking. I want to bring back, because usually I do bring back the items, like the nostalgic items that I brought back. But that, what I usually bring out is like the, like it says, all the items are great, but some items are more popular than others. And that's right. why I try to, you like try to give people what they need when I'm temporary there. Obviously, when I get my own spot, I'm going to have everything. But I know at the pop up, I got to be. You know, and at first, at the at the one month and a half, I was there at the switch. I was rotating, and uh, yeah, stuff like that. And I think I I think I had to have pupusas too. But yeah, you definitely gotta try the pupusas. Um, there's actually some people that say they like the tacos up our store better than the BDA tacos. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it's our preference, um, but uh, cause people love Bia, but like, yeah, if there was some people saying that tacos up our store, it's they they like it better. Or so, and those are the two items that was like I first started little V's. So. You know, yeah, you okay. gotta definitely try all that.
0: You don't have to twist my arm. Trust <laughs> me. Uh, so I think so many people, when they think of vegan cuisine, the first things that come to my, my, their mind are like Boca burgers, black bean burgers, yeah. almond milk, stuff like that. What do you think is the key to continuing to push the boundaries on what people think of is or what people think of when they think of vegan food?
1: Um. Well, everything I do is different. I owe, ever since I was a kid, I always try to be different. Like I just, I I just knew I had to be different with this. Like I I couldn't, I I, I don't really look at like local local vegan places and get inspiration for. I I want to make my own inspiration. Like I want to be. I'm always about being different from the eye. Like um, from like the for me, branding my torta bread, like it's just little things like that that I want to make sure like that it's unique. Like everything that everything that is from my food is different because it's all stuff that you don't really see, like like this with the items I use with like how they taste and stuff like that. Because people can try it and like I I haven't I'm not yeah like I haven't tried anything like I have, I'm not talking down, but I'm saying like I'm just knowing that everything I do is different like because I I can't I I went into this with a different mindset like you came in with a blank slate blank slate but it was it I feel like it was. I'm like it was genuine. Like I didn't come up with money. I feel like it's someone that just comes with money trying to say oh they're trying to take advantage of the a vegan community and stuff like that. I just I feel like those products are the type of things that it doesn't come out well. And I I think I've seen in the vegan community about stuff like that. I feel like people like people just like money hungry knows that vegan vegans like support, you know, they can take advantage of that. And I just I just feel like that's that's not exact, that's not all I started like i started for the community and so like i just feel like i'm everything i'm doing different is for you guys and that's how I just my food speaks for it and I, that's 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 it i just feel like i'm i'm always gonna try to be different
0: i love that and did you just say you brian your torta bread
1: yeah no brand
0: oh brand okay i was like uh, brining no, bread i've never heard of no, no the brand the brand is awesome i yeah, love thank that you, thank you i love that so Getting people to change their diets in any way is usually difficult. And I'm not even necessarily talking about vegan food here. I'm talking about, like, getting somebody to try, and this probably would have been five or six years ago, but getting somebody to try sushi for the first time is tough. Or getting somebody to try a tartar for the first time is tough. Like, people really get stuck in their food ruts, and they don't necessarily want to change. What are some successful <laughs> strategies or things that you've found that have helped people open their minds a little bit and be like, you know what? This is different than what I'm used to, yeah. but I'm open to trying it.
1: It's funny. Um, I like, I, I wanted to, I, you remind me of the, that's something I wanted to tell you. It's, yeah, it's, go for um, it. Because the switch, the switch is very like in between like a lot of uh, buildings that's like, you know, like um older, older guys, just, they like what they eat, whatever. And I just, um, this, um, and they come see my food and I don't, I don't know if they don't see the little V's, the, the vegan, the whole vegan part. They just see burritos, tortas rice bowls, yada, yada, yada. And they, and they order that. I'm like, all right. And, um, they order it, whatever I see, they're like smashing on in. I come up to them like, you like it? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, did you know it was vegan? I'm like, oh no, what? Yeah, yeah. And I get that so much. Like people, I, people don't see. And like, it, it's right there. It says a vegan cuisine, but I like that. I like, I like to surprise people. Like, and like, I can sometimes sense when they don't think it's vegan. Like, I, I like, I, I think they just think it's like regular or whatever, and they can't tell. And like, I, that's like a, that's not a strategy. But I just wanted to add that. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, I, it makes me so happy when I'm like, because it's like people like, like probably like year old dads. Like you know, like they wouldn't even like look in my direction if it was vegan. And, um, and that has happened too. Like, um, they're like, oh, can I get it? some people are like, can I get a burrito? I'm like, do you have chicken? I'm like, no. Nah, Sorry. I only have, uh, macasada. Like, macasada was that, and it's like, it's vegan. So, like, oh, never mind. And they walk away. So, like, when do people, like, just overlook it and just say that I want this and yada and they try it, it does make me happy. Like, they actually do enjoy it. And they came until it's vegan. And so, stuff like that. But as a strategy of, like, trying new things, I just, I just, I just tell people just, you know, just... Just try it. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try it. Um, I don't ever try to push nothing on anybody. Um, You know, it's always like I get supporters from word of mouth. You know, people like the food and stuff like that. And then people just come with that. And so I, I... I never had like a really strategy to tell people, "Hey, come try my food," because I feel like I don't want to be pushy or nothing like that. I Just I want every, everything I want to do is just fluid, like very just fluid motion. Like everyone just natural. Like come my food, come try my food, eat it. You know, you love it and stuff like that. Just I want everything to just be out of someone's will to come try it out.
0: Well, I think another thing that you do really well that I'm going to go ahead and give you a shout out for is you do a very good job on your Instagram page of taking pictures and not only taking your own pictures, but sharing other people's pictures and having them talk about it because that kind of takes that barrier down because your food is beautiful. It's very colorful and vibrant and bright. And when people like when I look at these pictures or when I look at your pictures on Instagram, when I look back at the pictures I've taken of your food. I can't look at it and be like, that's not Asada. I I, I can't tell that visually because it looks like it. So as someone is looking at your Instagram page, they're not thinking, oh, this is great looking vegan food. They're just thinking this is great looking food like this. I just want to eat this burrito because it looks incredible. These tots look amazing. I have to try them. So I think you've done such a good job with your Instagram page of just kind of opening it up and saying, hey, this is it. Here it is. Your eyes aren't lying to you like this. Yeah. If it looks good, it's probably going to taste good. At least come and give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Like, and I always try to tell people, I always try to make a show like, yeah, it's vegan food, but you guys, people want to eat something that's close to the main thing. Like even as vegans, if you just convert a vegan or something, like you want to try something that you probably ate before that they haven't made in the like now, and people are told me like, oh, I haven't had uh, beaded tacos for a long time since. Oh, I haven't had this for a long time since. So I'm so glad like that's actually a vegan option now that I'm vegan. So that's why my whole point with the with Instagram is to make sure like my food is vegan, but it it doesn't have to. It doesn't need to look like vegan. It doesn't need to look vegan for you know. So it can track everyone, non vegans, vegans, anyone. I always want everyone to try my food, moms, grandmas. Um, me eat, love, me eating love, or uh, love her dads where everything, like, <laughs> like anything like that. I want everyone to try my food and yeah, it's just, it's, it's just all for everyone. I want to make sure like for non-meat, for non-vegans too, like it does attract them. But for the vegans to know like, you guys got, you guys, you know, we, we got it. We mm-hmm. we can, we can do this too. You know, we, we can do this. You're not missing out. You don't need to eat uh, vegetables every single time and stuff like that. I don't, I don't even like vegetables like that either. Like, I like just, like, lettuce and, like, jalapenos and avocados. But, like, like I was, like, I don't want to go to, like, uh, a vegan joint and I want, like, something. Like, my food means, I always tell people, vegan food is, it can be healthy. But my vegan food, it does, I'm not trying to go towards straight straight healthy, healthy, healthy. I'm not going to throw a bunch of carrots or anything like that. I want you guys to know, like, this is, like, the fatty foods you guys used to like. greasy It was not greasy, but the fatty foods and all that. I like the foods that you guys like to go eat out, you know, when you go to. A taco stand or a Latin, a Latin, uh, restaurant and stuff like that. Like I want you guys to get that feeling. I don't want you guys to get that feeling that like you guys gotta eat vegetables for, as a plate and I charge you like thirty. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah I don't like when people overcharge you. I don't I don't like that at all. I like, like I said, everything was for the community. I try to accommodate with the community. Um, you know, for everyone that can afford it. That's my whole main main subjective as well.
0: Yeah, you're not sacrificing flavor at all just yeah. to eat eat uh, non-meat options. Yeah. Um, as we wind down here, something that I have to ask you about is you have, you've kind of taken two concepts that are not very prevalent in Omaha and put them into one and that's Latin cuisine and vegan cuisine. You do not have a lot of restaurants that are offering either of those things and you offer them both mm-hmm. and they're obviously both something that's very important, not only to you and your cooking style, but to you like as a person, like these are things that you've grown up with and that are very important to your lifestyle. Like how important and how rewarding maybe is that for you to take something that most Omahans, myself included don't know about and like help them experience it for the first time and open their eyes to something new. That's important to you. How rewarding is that feeling?
1: It's amazing. And like that, like and I and I I, I know I would go back to saying this, but this was always really my my whole main I like my goal was for everyone to just enjoy it, and it's always rewarding hearing that people like it. I love that. Like 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 I said, everything I have done is for like to be part of Omaha to make just make sure like I I leave a mark in Omaha, you know, for the community to have something that it was missing. But everything I've ever done was for like the Omaha for the people. So when I hear like people love my food. It it makes me happy. I feel like I'm doing what I have to do. Like that's that's always what's my main goal just to do this for the community. So when I of course yeah, it's always that's 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 way better than like money or anything like that. Like I promise you, like this like making people happy through my food is what's always what's most importantly for me.
0: That's beautiful. All right. So last thing I gotta ask you about here and I don't know how much you can divulge because in the future there's always stuff that can change. There you know, there are things that you can yeah. talk about, maybe can't talk about, but as you can talk about right now, what does what the future of Little V's look like in your eyes? We've brought yeah. up a food truck. we brought up a brick and mortar. Yeah. But, like, t- tell me anything you feel comfortable talking about. Yeah, exactly.
1: About. Like I said, like, it's all hopeful. Like, when I told you about, you know, people say you shouldn't say stuff uh, if you don't got a set. But I'm, I'm hopeful. Like I said, I put a down payment on the spot. That's stuff that I, I could have kept. But at the same time, like, I'm trying to be hopeful with it. I'm trying to be positive. I was trying to think positive. When I came with the food truck, I was positive with it. Like I done like little stuff like I that tell you I even tried to build a little, uh like it was like a dry drywall room like this inside my mom's garage and set up. Shop. Really? Yeah, I even bought stuff from like I bought like a freezer, I bought like a fridge, I bought like a uh, like a four foot grill to stay, But it didn't happen. It didn't go through. Like I'm always doing impulse stuff that I think is like I'm trying to think positive about. Um, so with this brick and mortar, I feel like this is something that like I I thought about that hopefully like I I um you know find like in like investment for it. But I think that's like that. Like that's just all I've been wanting to. That's why I've been praying for is just to you know get that established. Cause I love pop ups, I love it. But imagine trying to like move in your house and then move out every two weeks. It's not like it's that'd be crazy. It's a lot of work. It's it's definitely like a lot of work. Um, but yeah, no. In the future, it's definitely just to have a, a brick and mortar. I always want. I always tell people, no matter if I have a brick and mortar, I always want to be part of like pop ups, events, festivals. Um, you know. You know, just be part of the community. I'm always want to do that. Like, I, I love doing giveaways and stuff like that. Uh People hit me up to like, like like uh, like uh, yoga places or something like that. They want me to do give like give out my food for them. Like, as a I don't like, I don't know how that works, but yeah. So like, I always want to continue doing that with a brick and mortar and like just continue to just giving.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I think this is a good point in the podcast to to give a plug to Little V's uh, Instagram page so people know where yeah. to follow. And so that's gonna be little underscore V E S. Go follow Renee on Instagram because you've commonly been in the Switch, but that's not a permanent thing, at least yet. We'll we'll see if that changes. Yeah. But <laughs> but you're doing other pop-ups too that yeah. that come up throughout time. And I think, you know, that that's a great way if somebody's listening to this and they're just just like, Man, I gotta try this. Yeah. That's where to go go to Instagram, check out little V's. And I just, as we get out of here, I just got to give another personal plug and just say, I was so thrilled the first time that we came that my wife and I, we went back two days later. (laughs) I would think I came back like a week after that. Like, and again, people, I'm not, I'm not a vegan. This food is just so flavorful and so delicious that it doesn't matter if you're a vegan, if you're not a vegan, it's just good food. And I think that's, that's just a barrier that we need to take down a little bit. Like, yeah. food, delicious food is just delicious. Like, we don't need yeah. to put all these labels and everything on it. Sometimes you just eat something and you like it. Yeah. And I think that that's my biggest thing with Little V's is like, I don't care if it's vegan. Like, I love that it's Latin food and everything, but like, it's just good food, and I'm always going to support that stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, that. Renee, for for coming on the podcast and sharing about your food, sharing about your background, <laughs> like. This was super fun. I'm so glad we got the chance to do this.
1: Thank you. Like I said, we could have got another hour. Like I just, I'm just kidding, but uh, but yeah, man. Thank you, like I, I was like I was telling you, I've been wanted to be here for a minute ever since yeah, Dirty Birds came on there. Um, they help. Yeah, they're really good guys. They helped me. They like I said, like I, I, I wanted to be there ever since you talked to them. They helped me out. They always. They're the ones that kind of like pushed me to like, hey, like cause what I used to do was I used to post like once a week, every other week. With the switch, oh like you gotta post constantly. You gotta get people what they want. So like I just wanna give a shout out to Dirty Birds, all of them. Yeah, I got Moses, Dan, Mike, they they've been helpful throughout the and like feel friendly with uh, the switch. I feel like we have like a little family at the switch with all of them, so I appreciate that and Richard too, all that. So I'm I'm happy, man. I really I really do love the switch a lot. So but like I said, sorry for getting off course, but I just wanna to shout out to them, but I appreciate you. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so thank you so much for having me.
0: Okay. Before we get out of here, you said we could go for another hour. Last chance. (laughs) Is is there anything else you want to say or anything (sighs) else you want to get out there Um, as a parting note?
1: No, I just um, thank you. Like I said, thank you to everyone, you know, that's been supporting me. I always, like I said, I wouldn't be here without you guys. And I always want to reiterate that, that, you know, I appreciate everything you guys have done for me, the community. Um, And I just continue, like, hopefully to continue, like, you know, providing you guys food and, like, have I will. I will go to be be more and more and more uh, part of the committee as I grow. So oh. I just want to thank everyone for like being there for me too. Well,
0: I can just say, as part of that community, thank you to you for all the hard work that you've put into this and to keep pushing on to to introduce something new to us because. It's it's a blessing to have something like this in Omaha. So thank you so much, uh, Renee. Keep up the good work. Can't <laughs> wait to you, see how this thing continues to grow.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All
0: right. Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with us.
1: A Huda Media Production.